What's up, everybody? Sultan of Strangles here, a.k.a. the Kimura King, a.k.a. the Ayatollah of Ankle Locks. And today I'm going to be doing an episode called We Live in the Matrix. Just going over stuff that is socially acceptable in society that I think should not be. And just crazy dichotomies in our lives. Uh, I talk a little bit about mine and my life. I'm genuinely interested in yours. So make sure to DM me anything you want to talk about because I am interested. Um, And I hope you guys like the episode. It's a little different. All right. But before you do that, make sure to go to my page at K-O-O-L-R-A-K. My school at Immortals Jiu Jitsu and my podcast at Rambling with Rack. If you are interested in training at the fastest growing jiu-jitsu school in the universe, make sure to come over to Immortals Jiu-Jitsu to support us and learn how to kick some ass. Enjoy the episode, guys. I've been thinking a lot lately about different things, and one of one of the things that I've been thinking about are the amount of crazy, outrageous things that we do. <clears throat> as a species, as a human race, and and no one looks at it and says, bro, this is insane, why are we doing this? And um, I was talking to one of my friends, who is pretty wealthy, <clears throat> makes a lot of money, and one day he just told me like, the whole concept of work is a fucking fallacy Um, because we literally we literally have um, so much so many resources and corporations will just hoard these resources so that people have to work and we put a standard in the US it's 40 hours in China it's probably 70 hours And we hoard these resources so that people have to continuously work and that people don't have free time. Because the more free time people have, the more time they have to think, the more ideas that will come up and the more they'll realize that, hey, I don't have to be a slave to this corporation anymore. Um, Another concept, shortages. Right now, to rent a shitty one-bedroom apartment in New Jersey, you have to pay around $2,000. The median income has not r- risen in 10 years, though. The prices are going up, but the income has not. And why? Why, is the, why are housing prices so high? Is there a shortage? Absolutely fucking not. What, he- <clears throat> what hedge funds will do they will buy entire complexes, single-family homes, two-family homes, and they will do nothing with them. They will hold them so that when the prices get even higher at that point, they could do business. This is a fact. This is not speculation. This is a fact. You go to New York City right now, you will see entire apartment complexes in high-rises empty because hedge funds and corporations are hoarding them to sell them or rent them at a higher rate later. But meanwhile, the homeless population is rampant. There there exists availability 
for people to have a place to live. But we purposely don't give them a place to live. And the fact that we as a society allow this is is absurd. All it takes is one guy to just say, fuck you. We're not dealing with this anymore. Break down the door of one of these apartments. Go live in it. For for there to be a whole like revolution. Because I'm, I've been thinking about it. It's extremely unfair. You have the single mother who's trying to take care of her kids. And she's paying $2,000 a month for her rent. And she's probably making like 30 k a year. It just is not fair. And <clears throat> you'll always have those people... Bro, just just uh, lift your, your lift yourself up by your bootstraps. Yes, there are lazy people out there, but there's also a lot of hardworking people out there that are literally being asked to swim while they have a boot on their head, and it's just it just doesn't it should not it should not exist. Um, <clears throat> food shortages. The starving kids in Africa, the starving kids in here and there. Complete fallacy. We have enough food, especially grain and corn, to feed the world 10 times over. But we purposely hoard it. We purposely don't give it out. Because if you do, if you add so much food on the market, the prices will plummet. And we want to keep the prices high. So it's through economic manipulation of big corporations we've got starvation homelessness and all this other shit happening and we as a people are just allowing that to happen those are some things that i'm thinking about and i'm like this is fucked up and it needs to it really needs to end american football i have a lot of um, I have a lot of friends and followers overseas that listen to this podcast. I have a disproportionate amount of followers in Australia for some reason. I think it has something to do with me have a very me having a very dark sense of humor, me being a huge ball buster. I know that's huge in Australia. But sometimes I think about this and I'm just blown away on how how I dealt with this for fucking a season of my life. Growing up, I never watched football, but I always thought it was cool. You know, you see all these football players, you see these highlight tapes, and um, I've always wanted to play, but I grew up in a shithole of a town from the age of five to 12, a town called Maywood. They didn't have a football team. And now that I look back at it, man, I kind of... I'm grateful for that. <clears throat> I'm grateful for that. You know, I always want to play, but you know, what I'm not grateful for <clears throat> is Maywood not having a fucking wrestling team. I'd have to go to Hackensack, which was very far. And as a kid with parents who, I mean, parent who was working all the time, I needed to ask people for rides. It was a fucking nightmare. Um, so, yeah. American football. I finally said freshman year, I got to play. I went, I talked to the coach, and I was a pretty big kid. I stopped growing. I literally stopped growing freshman year. I think I stopped growing in eighth grade. Um, 
A lot of people, they had growth spurts later on me. I was huge for an eighth grader, but I stopped growing then. Um, so everyone's like, yeah, bro, you'd be so good at football. You should sign up, blah, 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 blah. So it's the first day of practice. And, um, and I see this coach. We all loved him at the time. But as I grow older... I realized that this guy was a fucking psychopath and he had no business teaching children. This guy, he didn't do this to us, but he would... If you didn't go lower than a certain length to, to block someone, he would take a baseball bat <clears throat> and hit you in the fucking helmet with it. In lacrosse, he would hit people, whack people with lacrosse sticks. There were several times during lacrosse practice where this guy literally punched people in the face and dude I look back at it, I'm like what the fuck was going on why is this allowed and he got kicked off he got he got sued but somehow they let him continue coaching just a complete psychopath when you're um you know 14 15 years old and this guy's a role model to you know as a badass coach but now that I look back at it, bro, this guy had no business coaching. For football, if you're on fourth down, you could get a kicker to kick it between the goalpost or whatever that thing's called, and you could get three points out. He didn't believe in that. He only said run the ball, even if you had no chance to, to score a touchdown. Fourth down, always ran the ball. And uh, it was ridiculous, man lost so many games because of his stubborn stupid mentality but anyway first day of practice he goes all the real men come with me and all the pencil neck geeks go over there me not knowing what the fuck was going on I'm like alright I'm not a pencil neck geek so I'm just gonna uh, I'm going to uh, go with the real men so little did I know the real men were linemen the dumbest position not only in football but the dumbest position in all of sports I don't even know how to explain it for people who don't watch football there's a quarterback that's throwing the ball to wide receivers who catch the ball and running backs who run the ball you have to protect the quarterback so to protect the quarterback you usually have to be very very big very very fat and the NFL linemen are like six foot three, 320, 340 pounds, very, very fat, just not a healthy size for anyone to be. And you have to sit there and just block the quarterback. The dumbest, most boring position in all of sports. And a defensive lineman, a little smaller, a little faster, but also fat. And you just have to either tackle the quarterback, the running back, or whoever gets the ball. And day in and day out, 3 p.m., practice started. And practice for alignment, you literally there, your 14-year-old brain that's still growing, the whistle blows and you just run into each other head first. You would think to block, you got to use your arms, but the best way to block, the best way to tackle is to lower your helmet and smash it into another one man's face or chest. And I would do this day in, day out hours three hours a day after a while my forehead just got numb my neck got stronger and I understood how to hit people but bro 
what the fuck does a 14-year-old kid... Imagine doing this when you're in, like, first grade. Because a lot of people play football from the time they start in first grade. How horrible that is for your brain. And only recently, a couple years ago, they found out CTE, which is just a degenerative brain disease, is a main cause is people in football. Now imagine if you're juiced up to the to the gills on HGH and testosterone and you're running down the field and you got to go head to head with someone who's also running. Do you know how much damage your brain takes? I would say even more. I think it's actually a fact that it's more than boxing. And bro, I would do this every day for three hours. And not one time did I tell myself as a kid, hey, this is the dumbest thing. This is the dumbest fucking thing you could ever do. Why are you here? I'm just like, I want to be the best. I want to fucking, I want to be a starter. I want, you know, eventually I was a starter. And now that I look back at it, man, it meant so little. I shouldn't have given a fuck. I shouldn't have given a fuck with my coach thought. And my coach should not have been coaching just a total total psychopath and he would like berate people which was pretty funny even when he berated me it was pretty fucking funny but bro little kids if there was like a little a kid who was a little pudgier or fatter he would literally tell us fuck him up like make sure that teach that butterball a lesson just hit him really hard and we did And man, there should be a screening process for for teachers. You know, you can't just go to a four-year school and now you're a fucking coach. There should be a mental health screening process. There should be so much more going into people who are teaching young kids. Funny story, he was a gym teacher and a health teacher. And when he was a gym teacher and a health teacher, total sweetheart. You would never... You would never guess how big of a psychopath this guy was during football and lacrosse practice. And I look back at that and I'm like, dude, how is this even a position in sports? How do people enjoy doing this? Why did I do this? What's up, guys? This podcast is now sponsored by ExpressVPN. Sending data over an unencrypted internet connection is like sending a postcard. Your message is wide open for the mailman and any of those other nosy people to see. Whether you're connected to an unencrypted internet network on your phone, computer, tablet, TV, etc., if you're sending countless pieces of information into the digital world that can be seen and intercepted by many different parties before they get to your intended destinations. Guys, go to expressvpn.com slash R-A-K for three months and a discount if you use my code. I will leave the link in the description. But a VPN or virtual private network creates a secure tunnel between your device and the internet. In other words, it puts an envelope around your postcard so no one could sneak a peek at your private correspondence. ExpressVPN protects you from hackers who try to steal your private information. Every time you connect to an unencrypted Wi-Fi network at airport, hotels, coffee shops, or even at home, you're at risk. A hacker connected to the same unencrypted Wi-Fi network can steal your personal info. 
with only basic computer knowledge, the hacker could even gain access to your passwords, financial details, or even your emails. ExpressVPN encrypts your internet connection using the highest standard of encryption currently available. If you'd like to take a hacker with a supercomputer billions of years to crack. Guys, I will not name what countries I've been to because I don't want to get killed, but I've been to some countries where Instagram, Facebook, social media is completely blocked by a firewall. And the only way you could view those things is a VPN. And thank God I had ExpressVPN on my visits and it made everything easy. I like to use DraftKings, which is a sports betting app. And if I'm not in New Jersey, it says, oops, not in New Jersey, you can't bet. But guess what? ExpressVPN, baby. I say, guess what, guys? I am in New Jersey and I put my bets in. Another thing I like to do with ExpressVPN, let's say you're watching a YouTube video and it says not available in your country or song not available in your country. Guess what? I'm going to make my VPN in whatever country I got to be to listen. If you're trying to get married to someone rich overseas, um, put your VPN in New York City, even though you live in Timbuktu, get matched with someone, uh, fall in love and move over there. All right. Your internet service provider can see everything you do. Us ISPs can legally sell your data to ad companies. UK and Australian ICPs are required to keep logs of websites you visit. The apps you use in the private conversations you have for one to two years. Governments, large corporations, websites constantly survey you and harvest your data for their own agendas. ExpressVPN puts a stop to that by encrypting all your data and hiding your location. Hey guys, ever um, have a conversation with your friends about something and the next thing you know, you're getting an ad? Yep, that's right. When you let your microphone, um, give your microphone access to whatever app you're on, they could listen to whatever you're saying. You want to stop that? ExpressVPN, baby. ExpressVPN gives you unrestricted um, access to all parts of the internet. Many websites or apps are blocked or or restricted depending on where you are in the world. Certain countries even censor the internet and don't let you access websites freely. Think of a YouTube video you weren't able to watch, a website you couldn't visit, or a sports match you were unable to stream. What about stuff that's cheaper in other countries like Spotify subscriptions, flight tickets, online games? ExpressVPN allows you to reroute your connection to a server in a country of your choice, making geo restrictions a thing of the past. All right, guys, uh, I hope you end up using uh, ExpressVPN. They're sponsoring the podcast. I'm going to put a link in the description. If you don't want to look at the link, it's expressvpn.com slash R-A-K. That is expressvpn.com slash R-A-K. Hope you guys use it. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Let's talk about this crazy concept of work, having a nine to five. As I mentioned before, we got more food than we know what to do with it. We have more housing than we know what to do. Now, why is it that um, we have a you know 40 hour work week, 60 hour work week, 70 hour work week? It's because corporations wanna make the biggest profit they possibly can and the way they do that is maximizing their workers. So pretty much we're going to work our workers to the bone 
so that we can make a profit so corporation a can make more than corporation b corporation b says okay well we're gonna we're gonna drop our prices and to do that we gotta we gotta pay our guys less and when uncontrolled it becomes like the early 1900s late 1800s u.s um there's a lot of books the jungle is a great one to read about this like i'm all about capitalism but if you let it run rampant like this this is the type of environment it makes zero thoughts about worker welfare zero thoughts about workers it's just an absolute nightmare so you know we made labor laws and all that um but if you look at if you look at the world today in America, all right, you got to work 40 hours a week. What if it was just Corporation A and Corporation B sat down and said, hey, listen, I'm making 100 billion this year. You're making 100 billion this year. Let's just treat our workers well. Let's give them good pay. Let's give them reasonable hours. And yes, we don't have to be in cutthroat competition with each other but the world's going to be a better place if that were if that were the case i think things would be a lot better i look back at the life i used to live i don't know how like unions etc you know you work this amount there's these conditions for some reason this doesn't apply to the finance world if you work in public accounting you will get paid a salary but you will work during tax season 70 to 80 hour weeks, but you will not be paid for the extra hours. You will not be paid overtime. You're getting paid your salary and that's it. If you want to keep your job, you better work those crazy hours. And when you're working 14 hour days and you get home, there's nothing you want to do. Because you're burnt out mentally, you're burnt out physically, you just want to veg out in front of the TV, go to sleep, do it again. For so many months and years of my life, I was literally a drone. And if you complain about it, bro, you need work ethic, bro. Bro, suck it up, bro. And the world just becomes these bros and, and bimbos who all they do is work, go home, watch Netflix, and... That's what the, that's their life. No hobbies, no nothing. And uh, if anyone is on online dating, you'll see that. You know, you ask people, so what do you do for fun? Uh, go to lounges, Netflix. It's like people are so burnt out from their daily bullshit life that they just don't pursue what they love. And I look back at the life I used to live and I'm like, how did I not blow my brains out? And I'm seeing the younger kids today start their careers, like college is over. And something you'll see with everyone, as soon as they start their first job, you just see them go into a deep depression. You usually see them gain 10 to 30 pounds and you see them just devolve into a drone. And uh, it's really sad. Nowadays, I look at my life, I'm like, holy shit, why didn't I just do this earlier? Like, why didn't I figure out what I wanted to do earlier? Right now, I wake up, I love what I do, I'm passionate about what I do. I work a lot of hours because I want to work the hours. 
you know. I'm driving to Philadelphia today to coach my guys, and then I'm driving back. It's going to be total maybe 10 hours today, and I'm excited. I'm not miserable. I'm not sitting in front of a desk, you know. Our ancestors were hunter-gatherers, walking, hunting, foraging all day, but some reason... The majority of the population is forced to sit behind a desk and stare into a screen 14 hours a day. And I just think that we live in the matrix. I think we're like, I think we have aliens watching us and they're like, all right, so these guys are going to progress to the next, um, to the next, uh, you know, whatever. And soon they're going to be in space and they're going to be, you know, working on advancing. And then no. These idiots are just finding more advanced ways to kill each other and a very select few percentage of the world controls the rest of the world and people are just okay with that. I wonder what these aliens think of us. They're like, wow, what a bunch of idiots. Another thing with school I wanted to mention, again, we're hunter-gatherers. We're supposed to be forging all day, hunting. We take these little kids And we tell them to sit down all day, eight hours a day. And if they don't want to do that, they have ADD. They have ADHD. They're hyperactive. What if, just what if, the kids who have this so-called ADD are just normal and want to function like the way we're supposed to function and the people telling them that they're hyperactive are the crazy ones. Usually the one that's telling you to be hyperactive is fat out of shape and miserable so just uh, another thought for you guys to think about support for rambling with rack is brought to you by manscaped who's the best in men's below the waist grooming manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off free worldwide shipping with the code RAK, RAK, at manscaped.com. And if my math's correct, that's about 8 million balls. Guys, Manscaped has truly changed my life. Y'all know Middle Eastern men. We got some serious, dense forestry down there. I have tried everything. I've tried the -the over-the-counter buzzers. I have tried straight razors. I have tried regular razors and nothing has made manscaping easier than Manscaped. All right, guys. So the performance package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived and oh man, is it a game changer. Inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. Guys, the ball deodorant, all right? Let's say you're on your last set of leg press at the gym and your girl hits you up, says, what are you doing? You don't have time to take a shower. You just take a quick little um, whiff of that ball deodorant, wipe down there, and head over to her house. First off, the lawnmower 4.0, the trimmer is a future of grooming, and dare I say the greatest ball trimmer ever, Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. 
The Lawnmower 4.0 is a waterproof and also has 400K LED spotlight you need for more precise shaves. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. Guys, as an Iranian man, I could attest to you that when using a regular buzzer, if you go to my bathroom floor, it literally looks like you just entered the Amazon rainforest. So having the trimmer right now has made my job so much easier. You thought that was good. Want to take your grooming game even further to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will thank you. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping worldwide with code word RAK, R-A-K. Get 20% off free shipping with the code R-A-K at manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code word R-A-K. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. There's more than one way to skin the cat, okay? Um, You know, right now, I never thought this day would come, but I am making more money from my gym than my accounting business. And I would have never thought that. I thought you always have to suffer and hate your life to make money, you know. I asked myself, nobody likes their job. Do you think a coal miner likes their job? Do you think a fucking plumber likes their job? And let me tell you, man, I've met people out there that love what they do. And I would never love it, but they love it. I met someone who loves auditing. I met someone who loves coal mining. They said they wouldn't be doing anything else. Um, And it's just shocking to me. So this is not a motivational thing. I fucking hate motivational people. This is just me saying... Your life, your life might suck right now, but if you take some time at the end of the at the end of your day to just work on some type of side business, that side business can become become your main business. You know, take a look at it this way: if you tell me to go on a treadmill and run until I burn 500 calories, I will hate every second of it. I'll be looking at the clock the whole time. I'll be hating my life. And at the end, I will burn that 500 calories. You tell me, hey, time to burn some calories. 500 calories, right? But this time, you do it doing jujitsu. The time will fly as if it was only a minute because I love it so much. Or better yet, you still have to run to burn the 500. But now you run on a trail. Now you run in nature. Do you know how fast that time will go by? It's a it's the same analogy as work. You want to make 100K a year, you could be working at some manager position at an accounting firm, or you could do what you love, run a gym, um, freaking write, blog, whatever, YouTube, 
but you gotta work to get there. And when you get there, you still gotta work, but you're not gonna fucking hate it as much. You know what I mean? I just wish this is something I figured out earlier in life, you know, that I didn't have to really like, sacrifice my entire 20s to figure it out. But now that I'm here, I am happy that I'm here. Well, there you have it, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. If you want to talk about it, have a discussion or what have you, make sure to message me on Instagram at K-O-O-L-R-A-K. Make sure to check out my school at Immortals Jiu-Jitsu and make sure to check out the podcast at Rambling with Rack. One more time, if you guys want to support my gym, Immortals Jiu-Jitsu, please check out ImmortalsJiu-Jitsu.com and try your first free class today. Thank you so much for your support, for the podcast, for my career, and for me on the show. And I will see you guys next time.